Beware of the Pharisees and Sadducees. By Apostle Jacqueline Fedor Just as it was quite difficult for God's people to change from Judaism to Christianity, with some never making the change, so it is today, as the church shifts from Christianity to the church glorious. The biggest hindrance to the early church was the religious leaders of the day, the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Today is no different. Matthew chapter 16, verse 6. Then Jesus said to them, Take heed and beware the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Why do you think he warned of the danger of the Pharisees and Sadducees? After all, he was the all-powerful Word of God. Hebrews chapter 4, verses 12 and 13. For the Word of God is living and powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, and of joints and marrow, and is the discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. And there is no creature hidden from his sight, but all things are naked, and open to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. Revelation chapter 19 verses 13 and verse 16 describes him as King of kings and Lord of lords. He, Jesus, Yeshua, was clothed with a robe dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And he has on his robe and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Yet in Luke chapter 12 verse 1, again he warns. In the meantime, when an innumerable multitude of people had gathered together, so that they trampled one another, he began to say to his disciples, First of all, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. You see, as fear, jealousy, pride, etc., are evil spirits that operate through people and are not the people themselves, so it is with the spirits that cause one to bear the fruit of the Pharisees. They will always be there like vipers at the feet of truth, as the force behind it is Satan adamantly upholding his lies false doctrines, and above all, the traditions he has given and taught man. The person chosen to host the Pharisee spirit will be one with a strong religious conviction and a very solid background in the world's church. They must look godly and appear to be ones to be trusted. This is why we are discussing this spirit. So much truth has come forth in the last few years that it is inevitable that religion and tradition through the modern-day Pharisees must try to stop it. They are the only tool Satan has that will block the Word of God from having an effect on humanity. Jesus explains how this can happen in Mark chapter 7, verse 9 and verse 13. He said to them, All too well you reject the commandment of God. Why? That you may keep your tradition. These spirits downplay the law of God and keep people hostage to the ways of the old church, harnessed to failure 
and defeat. Making the word of God of no effect through your tradition, which you have handed down, and many such things you do. Ones controlled by the religious Pharisee spirit can never change. Their lives remain status quo. So I promise you, as an end-time truth is released and God's people begin to teach it and try to walk in it, it will become more and more apparent the religious Pharisee spirits are alive and well. They are deadly as they encourage man to hang on to traditions that are against truth, causing the word of God to be useless to them and the promises of God void in their lives. As always, they raise their ugly heads to belittle, ridicule, and ruin the validity of the messenger of truth who is trying to help the people and will do their best to hinder their maturing and growth. If the people listen to them, defending the old ways and refusing change, the truth will soon be covered over in lies. False doctrine will go unchallenged, and religious rituals will remain the same, according to the order of the old church. The promises of God will therefore go unfulfilled, and His plan of restoration will be hindered for them. This tactic is how denominations, secret societies, and mystery religions have been formed. Any time a new revelation or insight is released by God, Satan will quickly try to stop it in its tracks. He will let them have that particular truth to make them think they are cutting edge, but will surround it in the old familiar traditions and comfortable ways. Thus little empires evolve that are going nowhere, and the people are not changed or restored. These empires are called by different names, but they are the foundation of the world's religions. All of this is Satan's attempt to block the establishment of God's kingdom and discontinue the revealing of the plan of God for restoration. Above all, the enemy does not want to set free God's people. They have been bound securely in his mystery religions, secret societies, and the traditional church successfully for hundreds of years. And he surely doesn't want to let go now, so close to the end. The race is on between Satan and Yeshua, and the devil thinks he is out in front. He has always appeared to be the successful one, as the altered race of Adam is quite easy to beguile and deceive. They are very comfortable in the company of religion and tradition, familiar and sometimes even best friends with the Pharisee spirits. As we continue to look deeper into the fruit of religious spirits, we will see they are by nature designed to cause man to disobey God's laws and staunchly uphold man's. God's law is sovereign, cannot be superseded, it protects us, guides us, giving us light, while man's law, prompted by the world's knowledge, is imperfect and results in control and the darkness of bondage exactly where Satan wants us. What is the logic behind this? Remember from past blasts, enslavement is actually the whole idea. On top of that, the body of Satan is being formed, 
the Antichrist, to come against the body of Jesus Christ. Let us read from Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 8 through 12. And then the lawless one will be revealed. We just revealed him, the body of Satan, whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth. Truth will be taught that will reveal and destroy, and destroy with the brightness of his coming through his body. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan, with all power and signs and lying wonders. Through today's Pharisees and Sadducees, the leaders of the world's religions and churches, and with all unrighteous deception, they promoted the lies of the world, allowed false doctrine, and permitted the religious traditions of the world among those who perish. They will remain the altered Adamic race because they never received the information revealed in the end-time truth to change. They did not hunger for truth because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this reason, God will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie that they are saved, that they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness continued to walk in the ways of the old church and her hypocrisy. Leadership that houses these religious spirits will not teach truth, so a person interested in the things of God will be recruited to Satan's body. If not warned of false doctrine, man's pagan rituals and the traditions of the world, how can they repent of having walked in them? They can't. As fast as truth sets free, the Pharisee would put man back in the chains of defeat. They go down in baptism with unrepented sin in their lives and come up with the same sin, members of Satan's body. They have been deceived into thinking they are new creatures and saved. How could they possibly resurrect into the life of Christ with cords to sin still attached? As we look deeper into these spirits, we will see how they defeat those they work through as well. The religious spirits through the Pharisee attempt to make them appear spiritual with their lying signs and supposed wonders. In actuality, they cause man to be very carnal thinking, and their intellectual philosophy concerning the things of God is phony, fake, and repulsive to those walking in truth. Sadly, those harboring these religious spirits absolutely cannot understand with any depth the things of the Holy Spirit. They mock and scoff what they do not understand and are determined to not change or to allow others to that they influence. In fact, these religious spirits damage those they possess as badly as those that are dominated by them. For instance, The religious spirit loves prominence, loves to be important, and makes its human miserable, if not in a place of honor. Therefore, the vessels they use do not see success as allowing God to work through them. In their minds, it is their efforts, and to them, be the glory. They love titles, disregarding the servitude that goes with it. Hmm... 
Jesus said in Matthew chapter 20, verses 25 through 26, But Jesus called them to himself and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lorded over them, and those who are great exercise authority over them. Yet it shall not be so among you, but whoever desires to become great among you, let him be your servant. Pharisees also want to be prominent and acknowledged as an intellect, a wise one in the world's knowledge. How sad, as we read in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 19 through 20. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? The person plagued by these spirits may actually see themselves as very humble, even caring, but the spirits operating make them harsh, legalistic, condescending, patronizing, and haughty. By their fruit you will know them. They act as though what others are involved with is below their dignity to take the time to help with or be a part of. Unfortunately, as self-important as they appear, the spirit of inferiority almost always shares residency with religious spirits. One pumps them up, the other knocks them down. They are usually a confusing mess that in many ways resemble and relate to children better than adults. They pretend happiness, but rarely ever really are. They so desire fame and notoriety, want to be well known for something, that to be considered less is almost unbearable. This trait leads to another problem. They become pleasers of man rather than pleasers of God. They love the flattery of others. It makes them feel good about themselves. So flattery has become a huge part of the traditional church. It lavishes insincere compliments on people, especially the leadership, to make them feel honored or special. You will for sure see this in all religious circles because the Pharisees love and encourage it. For this reason in ministry, they are very dangerous as they actually can be controlled by man, not God. They are really just religious puppets dangling from the strings of these ancient spirits and mentally controlled by their own congregation. On the other hand, if one in leadership does learn of end-time truth and tries to share it with people entrenched in religion and tradition, you will see how fast they turn on them. These spirits will not let man change. They cause them to love their worldly traditions and hang on tenaciously to their chosen religion. See, truth transcends or goes higher and beyond all denominations, religious beliefs, and the knowledge of the world. It is insight to the knowledge of God. So, now we can understand until ones possessed by religious demons are set free, they will not succeed or mature in the things of God. Until then, they are operating in their own worldly knowledge and proudly making their own decisions. 
Man must find out he is dependent on the Creator for all things, and the Creator does not depend on or need him to accomplish anything. This much-sought-after self-importance and control has no place in God and leads to defeat. Truth is, God uses nobodies so he can be somebody. Man has made such a complete mess of things, starting with Adam, we don't need or want any more of his help anyway. We need people that will let God be God through them. We want godly success, not human error. Humble nobodies. So many sad side effects of these spirits are found in the world's religions. For instance, people will be plagued by lack of life's resources if they are victims of religious spirits and will have no place in financial success, particularly if they are in leadership positions and professing to serve God. Money is looked on as power, wealth as authority in Satan's world, so they do not need either one if they are to remain godly. Remember, the traditions they fight so hard to hang on to terminate any real blessing from God. For this reason, they secretly target those put in financially successful positions by God, and they dislike those God blesses. In their minds, they should be in their place. So, if you are one in leadership that loves truth and are presently teaching it, beware. The biggest goal and happiest moment of religious spirits is to make godly leadership appear undeserving or unreliable. These spirits are very divisive, causing hostility and division among the people. These are just a few of the reasons why the discussion is on the religious Pharisee spirits today. As the end-time knowledge comes forth to give the true church direction through the world's destruction, as it brings restoration to God's people and preparing them to have a part in the establishment of the new kingdom, the Pharisee spirits, along with all the spirits Babylon holds near and dear, are out in full force, mocking, scoffing, negating truth, belittling change, derisive towards those in God-given authority. They will arise as in previous ages to test, trick, set spiritual landmines to capture and mislead the innocent. Beware! They will stop restoration in your lives. They can't stop the plan of God for those that love and choose truth, but we can cause it to happen in our personal lives ourselves if we listen to them. Please memorize Mark chapter 7, verse 13. Paul warns in Colossians chapter 2, verse 8 also, Beware, lest anyone cheat you, through philosophy and empty deceit, according to the tradition of men, according to the basic principles of the world, and not according to Christ. In closing, truth will set us free of these spirits if we will come out of the prison of Mystery Babylon and her religions. Please think about this. The Church of Satan is a recognized religion of the world. If we will follow the word, however, obey God's scriptures, which are law, 
and not be involved in the world's systems and cultures. We will be completely safe through these end times. The Word, who is truth, and the way will restore us, redeem us, lead us, and jubilee us. But we must first obey His commandments to place ourselves under the covering of His law. In that covering, we will be protected from the leaven of the Pharisees, released from the curses brought on man through walking in their traditions, and restoration can begin to take place in our lives, just as the Word of God promised. So heed the Word. Beware the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees.